Hi, you guys. This is Tylee. Hi, this is Hannah Hustle. And this is the I Know That's Right podcast. You're joining us for trending topics. Today, we would like to start with and touch on, I think we should start with possibly, do you want to start with Iggy or JT? Um, either one. Either one. Um, well, I guess Iggy, because I really am not well opinionated on what she has going on. So the situation is um, she's been dating Cardi, Playboy Cardi for however long. They have a child together. Um, and she just recently went live on Facebook and Instagram just exposing him for his poor parenting habits, some of his cheating habits and things like that. So she went to say that um, a few days prior to Christmas, he had a family vacation planned and he canceled it for some other girl prior to that some other girl was hiding in their house from their housekeeping so housekeeping came in the other girl was supposed to be there Iggy posted that video of the girl being you know pointed to the exit of the home like you're not supposed to be here posted that um and that's just really the kind of situation um she's posted that card playboy cardi never signed the birth certificates um has cheated multiple times and what I'm getting from this is move on um at the end of the day He's not the biggest superstar you're ever going to be with. You're not not a superstar in your own right. I just, I don't get the energy put behind it. Like, I get you guys have a child together, but it's just, he's not giving me what you're giving me as far as, like, the effort or even the, um, like, the potential to put that much effort into it. So it and she one thing that stood out to me, he she said she had a planned C section and um that day or a few days prior he flew out to play the PS5 with Lil Uzi. And that just would have it would have pissed me off the same it pissed her off. But I don't know if after being pissed off like that if I would have put the energy into the show she's has given the internet over these last couple of days. Mm, yeah. Um, with that particular situation, I think it's a lot of, a lot easier for females to say, you know, just move on. Um, but we have to take into account that that is her first child, his, I think, first child. Um, if not his first son, I think she kept saying first son. I'm not sure if that's his first child at all. But um, I think that we all have to take into account that that is her first, you know, kid with someone. Um, I think that when people start having kids together and those new fresh situations kind of take a toll on people a certain different way, um, opposed to like if you were to have two or three different kids with two or three different dudes, I think that she's going through her first experiences um, and to take into account that she's still learning. So I feel like you still have to learn, but I just feel like for me, I may go through my own vices in my current relationship and this is my first child. It's not his first child, but I still feel like it's certain things that I will expose myself to or put energy behind just because like what's worth it? Like what's the point of me coming to the internet every single time we're having a vice just to keep exposing it? But one thing I can say about her situation is I don't appreciate the backlash that she's getting, the people making her into a meme or even people correlating her being a white woman in hip hop to her being cheated on. Like I've seen tweets like, oh, Iggy, you should never been so infatuated in black culture. You're getting what we're getting. Just because a black man didn't do right by a 
black woman doesn't mean he doesn't need to do right by any woman at all. Like, just because she raps doesn't mean that she needs to go through those kind of things. Doesn't mean that she deserves for someone to not sign her child's birth certificate. Um, Doesn't mean that she deserves to go through a scheduled C-section by herself. You knew when I was going to have this baby. It wasn't like, like, even in my own situation, I told my spouse, like, go ahead, go to the bar. While I was in active labor but didn't know, and he didn't know either, I was just having contractions. And an hour after that, I'm like, oh, you need to come back and take me to the hospital. But that wasn't the situation. And I feel like just because she was, she's white or a white woman in hip hop doesn't mean she deserved that. And that's a lot of the opinion I've seen on Twitter, specifically with Twitter, that she deserved it and making a joke out of it. Yeah, I think that people are really insensitive when it comes to situations that aren't theirs, um, especially when it comes to someone in, something involving a child. I think that we all have our different opinions when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, people on Twitter are really just ignorant and make a joke out of everything. So, I mean, I love Twitter, like, don't get me wrong, but I feel like they make a joke out of everything. Out um, of everything. They made a joke out of Donald Trump being our president. And I feel like if it wasn't her Twitter, it probably wouldn't have been a meme, even though a lot of people may have found comedy in what he said. But, like, to Iggy Azalea, I just, I don't get the correlation between her being white and her deserving the treatment. You know, like, if we plan a child together and our our the birth of the child is planned, why can't you show up? Why do you need to play a PS5 with your friend? And we also don't know both sides of the story. I did see some tweets from the accused mistress saying, like, the mistress you're talking about wasn't me. It was actually somebody else, which could be very true. Cardi could just be a fuck-ass nigga mm-hmm. and had had multiple people um, during the time he was supposed to be with her. But, like, I feel like Twitter isn't helping. She came to, came to y'all to vent because she thought, like, maybe this will have a bigger impact than her just texting his phone. She said she even went through the extent of hiding her pregnancy because he had an album coming out and that would affect his sales. Mm-hmm. And the album is trash. I, I didn't even listen to it. Um, didn't listen to it to him before any of this. But I did, like, skim through it. I'm like, none of this is me. None um, of this is... I I think that a lot of different uh, male artists that are in hip hop love to hide their relationships. I think that uh, Fabulous was one of those people as well, um, that he hid his relationship from a lot of people at the beginning. He was not claiming Emily when she was on Love and Hip Hop. And uh, I think that she said it had a lot to do with like his career and stuff. So I think that a lot of different um, hip hop artists hide their actual love lives because, I mean, now it's harder to because there's like social media around and there's always been paparazzi, but like now it's even more on a bigger platform. But before a lot of people that were like men and artists and big names in the industry that were in hip hop or just music period would hide their... um, relationships and stuff like that because they feel like it's going to hurt their image because they're supposed to be portraying like fuck bitches get money type shit. So I was going to say to that point, do you think it's changing though? Because I feel like with social media, people like, I feel like with social media, it had to change. Yeah. There was no, like there's no going back. Like you, I mean, it's Do you feel like media. had to change as far as promoting a relationship? Because I feel yes. like um, in the example of like Herb and Tania, I feel like Herb can go so much further with having this healthy and beautiful relationship that we see now. as far as Instagram with Tania or even with just Ari. You know, like I feel like him having that relationship boosted him or even Fabulous and Emily, the Halloween pictures they take, the family pictures they take, they get more attention than anything he does 
alone. So I feel like with social media, it really has been a shift of like versus trying to be the quote unquote heartthrob that like little Bow Wow and Soldier Boy had to go through. Like they could probably never come out and say, I had a girlfriend because it's millions of little girls hoping to be your girlfriend. And once you say that, our dreams are killed. But I feel like now in 2020, everybody wants to be relationship goals. And so I just, yeah, you I know. I think social media had a lot to do with that. Um, I think that it kind of opened that door for people. And now people really don't have a choice because I mean, now like everything is more vocalized and everybody's looking to social media for certain stuff. So I feel like, you know, when that when that door opened, I really just don't feel like people could go back. Like, there's no way that you can claim that you don't have a relationship when even if you weren't posting her or you weren't big, big and active on social media, she's big and active on social media. So you really can't hide that. And I think that a lot of people take social media very, very seriously, especially when it comes to relationships. So I just feel like um, it's hard to, like, not go back and not rely on social media for that type of stuff. But one thing I can say is I don't feel neither Iggy or Cardi are relevant to like the music, at least as far as I'm concerned into the music industry. Like as far as the music I listen to, the people I see on billboards, the people who I constantly see on my Apple stream, it's neither one of them. So um, I think that like they're kind of hindering themselves. Like if, Car if Cardi B had this kind of drama behind Offset, it'll boost her sales or, you know, something like that. Like I feel like Iggy doing this isn't doing anything but adding into the negative feel people have towards you of already being a woman or a white woman in hip hop specifically. Um, I feel like right now it's just like not her time as well uh, with Iggy, like maybe about four or five years ago. Um, it probably would have got a lot more tra a lot more traction um, to her situation, but right now neither one of them are really too popular. I mean, I can't speak to Playboy Playboy Cardi specifically because I don't listen to his music, um, but I'm pretty sure there's something on the radio that I that I listen to on the radio that he is on. I think I don't know, but um, I know that you know it's really not her prime time. So yeah, like it's her drama's not getting no traction because she's not popular no more. <laughs> so. The other drama that we had this week was Asian Doll, JT, and Meg Thee Stallion. And just for reference to the audience, it's holiday weekend, so neither one of us had time to just be indulged in social media drama. At all. But the gist I got from this is Asian Doll was featured on that Do It On The Tip song with the City Girls. She was taken off for the City Girls, um, and she would just she she went live, played her verse, and said, "I don't I don't know why the label took me off. They was tweaking." And JT, the City Girls, and the fans took that as Asian Doll sneak dissing, and it went from here to right here. Roland Ray, um, do you know who that is? Yeah, I was confused and said, "Why is this man fucking famous?" But whatever. It was because of a catfish episode. Yeah, yeah, I just found that out today. This yeah. whole time I've been wondering, like, who made him famous? Five yeah. Minutes? Um, okay. <laughs> it went fast. No, I'm just tripping about you saying it on camera. Oh, no, I'm just looking like, oh, yeah. that was quick. Um, no, nah, yeah, Roland Ray is definitely, um, he's popular because of a catfish episode that he did with another gay boy that was like, I guess he's a big Beyonce fan or whatever. And like, he kind of got, the way he talks and his mannerisms and shit, um, yeah, is the reason why he got famous off of that one episode of Catfish. But they were just really on their ass. Just but him and Santana have been arguing, though. So I think that he wanted to just really, like, interject into the beef because, like, he already has beef with one of, like, their friends already, which is Santana, Saucy Santana. So I feel like he just kind of wanted to be just in the moment and in the beef again. But it really didn't have anything to do with him. As far as the situation, <laughs> I think Asian's Doll verse was nice. Did it match mm -hmm. the song? 
It did. It, it did. did. I yeah. feel like you, it it, as far as lyrically, it was way better than what the City Girls gave. But mm-hmm. as far as like the commercial sh- stuff that they maybe wanted to push, maybe not. But I like Asian Doll. I feel like she can rap. I feel like she put more energy into it. And um, just overall, I feel like a lot of energy was put into the beef that wasn't needed. Yeah. And I think long term, this is going to affect Asian Doll much more than it ever did because she mentioned freestyling with Yachty, who wrote um, Real Ass. Yep. Yeah, she she mentioned one of the city girls having sex with P or one of their managers. Like, do you really think in this industry it's best for you to do that? Which she may not care about, but it's just like you're you're independent. You're not on a record label like they're on a record label. You don't have the connection that these people have, you know, as far as money being behind you or people being invested in your brand. So maybe this wasn't the best move for you on top of all of the stuff around Bond that she's getting backlash from. I just feel like she's digging herself into a deeper, deeper hole to become more of a parody than a celebrity. Um, Just to touch on her really quick before we wrap it up, I feel like she came off as a lot bitter. Um, There's plenty... When it works, when people make songs that feature other artists, what happens is they send the song to many different artists. It's not just one artist they send the song to. So when people are sending verses out to, are sending songs out and samples out to people, they're asking them like, hey, do you want to be on the song? They're not guaranteeing you a spot on the song. They're asking you, hey, can you come up with a verse that possibly can match this song? And they send it to several different artists. And unfortunately, she just didn't make the cut because she's, they're more profitable, right? profitable right now. Um, the city girls are doing bigger things than she is right and now, she didn't and that's survive. that's okay. The I like I actually like the, the tip. I like the song. If you listen to what she was actually saying, she was talking about pussy. She was talking about dick. She was talking about all that good stuff. It matched the song, um, but at the end of the day, she just wasn't the more profit, profitable person for the people for the album. I mean, it just is what it is. It's the city girl's time right now. So that's just, it, it is what the same thing happened with cash doll and Cardi B when YG gave the record to Cardi B. He, and she featured it on her album. Cash doll came across has a little, has a little bitter because Cardi B took the song, which I mean, it, YG's right. That's his right. He can do that. That's his song. He didn't say cash doll, lay down a verse and you're going to be on the song for sure. He never said that. I don't even think they even have control over that. Yeah. And I, and I was going to say, I don't think either one of them came across as bitter. I think in both situations, they wrote for just showcasing the verse they were proud of and didn't get a, a chance to show to the world, you know? Yeah. And I think that was- Asian doll was given more bitter for me. I didn't see her actual live, just in the feedback I seen from the live. It didn't seem It's like she was bitter. almost just kind of ready to go when it came to like the Megan, T- the Stallion tweets and all the other I was yeah. you was crying about a nigga like it's bitches like that be in the back room just like waiting like she was he wasn't even on in the internet saying too much or nothing like how Megan is but she was just like ready to go like super yeah, fast I didn't, I, yeah, telling I her business say, and shit I, even with the Vine situation I do feel like Asian is like fishing for her she's very moment. compulsive compulsive and I feel like she's kind of figuring out like okay let me let me respond to this because this is good for attention type thing. And even if that's not consciously, I just feel like those are the decisions she makes. But since we're coming to like the ending time, we're mm-hmm. like one week away from our party. How do you feel? Uh, uh, I'm ready to get it over with. I don't know if I should stay out on live or not, but got to tell you the truth. <laughs> I am nerve wracked and very excited. Um. I'm nervous. That is what I am. I'm nervous more than anything else. It's just to see the outcome and to see everybody there and to see what our final result will be. Yes, I'm ready to get the ball rolling. And um, I'm really not... um, I'm not nervous anymore. I was, but I'm ready to... I'm at that point now where it's like before an event or something, like you're just ready to just like get it over with. 
or like when you get on the ride or something like a roller coaster he's ready to get over with so um just to wrap it up our uh party is on january 3rd um over at the reserve in minneapolis we'll have djk reeves on the ones and twos we'll have bag ladies kitchen on the uh food and then we'll also have uh, the liquor district on the open bar as well. So um, whoever has invites, just know that that is next Sunday. So we will see you guys all at the party. Um, I think we're wrapping it up. You guys have a good one. Catch us next Saturday for our live stream of trending topics on IKTR podcast. Don't.